Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite provides you with the support you need to finish your book. Best part is, after you finish your book, they take care of the entire publishing and marketing process 100% for you. So, if you want to become a successful author, make sure to check out AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Franziska Schott. She lives as a digital nomad and is a social selling coach and speaker. She consults IT companies and how they can leverage B2B social media to find new business opportunities. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Tyler. Happy to be here. Of course. Happy to have you here. Um, So let's jump into the first one. The first question I have for you is, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Mm, The best story from my life. I think this is actually quite some time ago. And I remember this time when I was in high school, I was about 12 years old and I used to ace all my tests until then. I never really failed in something, but then there was this day where I got my math test back and I only got about 20% from a hundred. And I'll never forget how my math teacher stood right in front of me, this tall pale man with glasses on the tip of his nose, always looking quite severe and strict. And he said to me, Francisca, you failed. You even have the worst grade and class. So some people just can't do it and others simply can't because they don't have a mathematical brain and you belong to the letter group. So I returned home to my mom crying, thinking I'm a complete failure, being very devastated. And actually my entire time in high school, as I said, I aced pretty much all the courses, except for topics that are related to math. So I really struggled with a more logical, analytical kind of exercises. And then when I graduated from high school and decided to study, everyone expected me to do something with my talent for languages because I'm really strong on German, French, English, Italian, and so on. But instead, I decided to study economics and business, where I'm now also holding a university degree in. So I think there are two main learning goals are actually messages in that story. So first of all, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can't be. If you really believe yourself, challenge yourself by setting out, stepping outside your comfort zone. So it's good to sometimes just take a risk to test your own boundaries so you can actually grow and maybe even achieve something that you haven't thought you could actually do. Mm, thank you for sharing that with us. Really appreciate it. And uh, definitely uh, very valuable stories right there. Um, the, the second one I have for you is what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? When it comes to social selling, I think it's important to never, ever underestimate the power of your social network. I really believe that a social network can not only open doors for you, but it turns your dreams into realities. So really learning how you strategically extend your network with the right people is crucial. And I'm not only talking now about a business side, but I also mean in private life. Imagine, for instance, if you're looking for a new job and a former client refers you so you can actually land your dream job. 
or if you're maybe looking to buy a new house and your former study friend knows someone, it all comes back to your relationships and how you maintain them. Therefore, relationships are so important. Growing them as well as maintaining them in the offline as well as online world. And I think social media is a really great way of doing that. And what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. Mm, to be quite frank with you, Tyler, I think it's assumption is the mother of all fuck ups. So don't fill in <laughs> <Yeah>. the gaps <laughs> for others. But really give them a chance to explain themselves. So we should stop trying to guess someone's intention, but rather just talk to each other, communicate. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen first before you talk. So I really think we should assume less, but rather communicate more. I love that answer. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one I have for you is, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? My younger self. Um, actually, I have a short anecdote to this because a while ago I met with this woman, a very smart, ambitious lady. She works as an um, IP and privacy lawyer and she wanted to start out on her own. So we just met for a coffee and she asked me for some advice. And even major legal company here in the Netherlands, she's doubting herself. And she asked me, saying, like, friend, why would an executive listen to my advice or even listen to me in the first place? I'm not sure if I'm good enough for them. She really said, I'm not sure if I'm good enough for them. And this is where I interrupted her, saying that I understand where these thoughts are coming from. But this way of thinking is really self-destructive. Don't stand in your own way. We all have our, uh, have our insecurities, but what really distinguishes us from others is how you deal with them. So whenever I have, for instance, these kind of thoughts coming up, and they still do, no matter how many successes I can celebrate, I imagine them writing them on a paper, bowling it up, and then throwing it into a garbage bin. Because these thoughts only hold you back. They don't get you any further. So just stop them right where they are. Instead, just rephrase it and really understand that this busy CEO is taking the time in his schedule to listen to you because you provide, provide value. So believe in yourself. Have a healthy self-confidence. I think this is what I would tell my younger self. And then um, in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? Oh, you're asking me deep philosophical questions here. Um, I think, first of all, happiness is not a constant state. It's more a flux. And I practice yoga and meditation. And what I learned on my mat by really sitting in stillness is to listen to my internal voice. So what does it say when I slow down? How does it make me feel to be grounded and rest in myself? And for me, the key to happiness really comes from within. Understanding who you really are as a person. Maybe finding your why. And especially being present in the moment is a way to finding happiness. I think one of the biggest mistakes, especially what we do in the Western world, is to think that it relies on extrinsic factors such as money, money, status, and so on, that this will lead to happiness. In the end, it all comes down to an equation, which is happiness is reality minus expectations. Mm, I love that. Um, all right. The next one I have for you is what is the best book 
that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from it? I think one of my favorite authors is Adam Grant and he's written a book called Give and Take. So what he's basically saying in, in this book is that there are three archetypes of people, givers, takers, and matchers. So takers aim to get more than they actually give. Givers tend to give more than they get, and the matchers, they basically go for quid pro quo. And there's this kind of misconception about success that says maybe if you work hard and harder than anyone else to really focus on yourself, then you become successful. And I have a radically different work ethics on that because I believe in giving without expecting in return. Building trust is a pre-requirement for any kind of relationship, business, but also in private life. And maybe it's also my background in social entrepreneurship that shaped this way of thinking a lot. But I truly believe that if we give more, if we share more and generally support each other, that we become richer in the end. And I don't only mean rich in a sense of money, but also richer in friends and experiences. Mm. And I agree. And what is your favorite quote and why? My favorite quote is from Les Brown, who said, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss it, you will land among the stars. And he really pinpoints for me to dare to dream big. And even if you don't achieve the initial goal that you set for yourself, something else great might be the outcome, but at least you had the courage to try. So I think that we put these invisible leashes on us, or better said, on our mind. But if we really learn how to set ourselves free, and if we develop a kind of a growth mindset, we can achieve the seemingly impossible. And trying counts already. So it's the journey that matters, these learning experiences um, that go with it. So whatever you do, just go all in and do it with your full heart and passion. I guess sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. Ah, amazing. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. The last one I have for you before we let you go is where is the best place for people to find and or connect with you online? Sure. Um, I think the best way to connect with me online is on LinkedIn. So you find me under my name, Francisca with a Z and S. And my last name is Schad, S-C-H-A-A-D-T. You can also find me on Twitter with Francia underline social or my soon to launch website, which is Francia.com. Perfect. Thanks again for jumping on. Thank you so much, Tyler.